On the lounge. I'm Margo. And I'm Jess. And this is our podcast. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Hey Jess, where can people find us? You can find us on Instagram at Ladies on the Lounge. Give us a follow. And some likes, because we want to be Insta famous. Yes! Hello, Jessica. Hello, Margo. How are we? Good. I was feeling on my drive over here how strange it is to record it in the evening, but we just did this like two weeks ago. (laughs) So what the hell am I talking about? We did it. Oh yeah, we did it a Friday night. Yeah, we had dinner and then like, but maybe it didn't feel weird because we hung out first and then yeah. we did it. Yeah, you didn't bring me any food this time. No. Well, I just ate dinner. No, you did. I haven't. I'm full <laughs> up. <laughs> I am not. I will eat after this. <laughs> well, I don't know any gossip that's happened this week. I feel really like not, I've missed everything. Not much has happened. But before we go into the gossip, I want to talk about. What I had done today. So, so I've come in and I look like I have a cluster of pimples on each cheek. Yeah. They're not pimples, they're blisters. <laughs> because I had vascular laser therapy today. I didn't even know you like noticed you had capillaries oh, on yeah. your face. So the re- all the redness in my face isn't like red It's or pimples. It's burst capillaries. capillaries. Which I found out too that it can be caused by stress. Mm. And they started happening or they got worse well they happened like six seven years ago at my most stressful time of my life you know what i mean oh yeah yeah i'm like wait so like the math in my head yeah and so well let me just say well first of all the lady scared the shit out of me before because i had a consultation for it two weeks ago and then when i came in today she wanted two of her, like, girls that work there to observe. So she was explaining things to them, explaining things to me. And she, like, told me that my face could blister. And I was like, what? Like, they hadn't told me that in my consult. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's all right. How much is this treatment costing oh, you? Okay. If I wasn't getting a 40% discount, it would be $190 per session. Oh. Okay. But I'm getting for 40% off because I bought four... Things. I bought two of these vascular things and then I bought an LED light therapy, two of those, which they're not expensive. They're like 70 bucks or something. Mm, mm, mm. But because I got 40% off, what's that like? It's like 40 know. bucks or something Yeah. for each treatment. Anyway, so I was like, okay. So and then she said, and it's going to be painful. And she kept saying it. And I was like, what? Like more pay- painful than laser hair removal. That's what she said. And then I said to her, but... I don't think laser hair removal hurts. Like, it doesn't hurt me. So how much more does this hurt than laser hair removal? And she goes, you'll see. And then they all laughed. (laughs) And I was like, like, what the fuck? And I was like, freaking the fuck out of my mind. I like my eyes. I had like, you know, like. The little goggle things on. The little goggle things on. So I couldn't see anything. And then, and then they just do it. It goes zap. And then the machine goes, like the wand goes off. So it's just zap, zap. Please. It didn't hurt at all. The as it um, lasers, you get that jet of cool air at ah, the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, the other women that must get it must think it's horrendously painful. I mean, I know I do have a high pain threshold, but like it, it wasn't bad at all. And she even said to me, because it's only like five minute treatment. She goes, "Believe me, no one wants this more than five minutes. Like no one can last more than five minutes. I could have done this for twenty minutes." Wow. So, like, I don't understand, like... Like, compare it to, like, getting a tattoo. Same? Same. 
Yeah, and you can sit there for a tattoo for hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I suppose because it's on your face, maybe. Maybe. The most painful part was when she went... The most painful part was when she went under my nostril. I had one under my nostril. And that was quite painful. Like, but only painful for the second that, like, she burns it. And then, like... But, yeah, so, like, she said the one under my nostril was quite, like, good. Like, she said my ones on my cheeks were all mushed together. So that's why I blistered because she had to go over like same, same spots. Area over and over. Whereas like the one I had under my nose was like a clear vein, and so um, she was able to zap it and it disappeared. So that one's like totally gone. And so she mm. said, "I'll need a second treatment for my cheeks." And then I had a little bit on my nose. Like now, my face was hot, but before I went to do that, I also went and got my ears repaired. So my ears lobes are very hot right now. <laughs> Oh. So, because my, I got my ears pierced when I was four. I didn't even notice. Yeah. So, you've never seen me wear earrings ever. We've known each other for like two years. I've never worn earrings in the last two years. I never noticed. So, yeah. So, I got my ears pierced when I was four and I, I just stopped wearing earrings t- altogether. And I do have a second piercing like above that. So, I wonder, I'll see how, what my Yeah, I can see the little old hole above. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's quite close. But yeah, I got her to put it, like she did the dot. And then she goes, look in the mirror and tell me if you like it. And I was like, still too high. So I made it go even lower. I mean, I could have gone lower than what they are. I think I could have gone lower. No. You don't think? No. You like it? Because it's an even space, like, all the way around. Yeah. So I'm going to enjoy. You're like, I'm a posh lady now with earrings in my ears. Yeah. So I'm going to, well, my ears, my ears hurt worse than my face does. Ah. So, but I always, like, I'm the kind of person that, like, my ears always get They're sore. Sensitive. Really sensitive. I can't wear like, you know, fake earrings. And, um, you know, if I w- would put new earrings in and I hadn't worn earrings for like a week or two, then like my ears were burning hot. Like, yeah. From, yeah. it was just so sensitive. That. I'm like that a little bit. Yeah. If I change my earrings too regularly or if I do something different or like one pair will just mm-hmm. really irritate it and they get all like crusty and yes. yucky and you're like, oh, change. Oh, you know what I did that was dumb before I came here? I was like, I'll twist it. Oh, so I twisted crusty. it. I No, no, it wasn't even crusty. I just twisted it in like the brand new burning hole. And I was like, ah! Do they still was, give you the little spray? They're yeah, like yeah, so I got the little spray. Aquary spray. She goes, do you, want, do you want to buy the spray? I was like, hell to the yes. I said, my ears are very sensitive. <laughs> Who doesn't buy the spray? Of course you buy the spray. You got to twist them every day. Spray front and back. Yeah, so I sprayed front and back before I came. And that spray has such a distinctive smell. Does it? Like, it smells like nothing else. Oh, okay. Like, I can smell it now in my head. I remember when I got the second hole done, like, in my early 20s, they gave me, like, a sea salt spray, and I loved it. I used to, like, spray it on my face. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's refresh. <laughs> it was just so nice. But, yeah, no, so I'm really excited. So I, You had a very eventful day. I did. Well, I told the vascular girl, I was like, because I was, like, embarrassed about how red my earlobes were, and I was like, so I told them, and she's like, oh, my God. She goes, you're doing everything to your face today. Yeah. And I was like, she's oh, a I new just... woman from the neck up. Yes. And so when I came out, because my little Gresha was with me, because we were going Christmas shopping afterwards, and I came out and I said, does my face look red? And her eyes, like, bugged out of her head. I was like, oh, my God, how bad does my face look? And then they couldn't find the mirror for me to look at. And I was like, oh, my God. And they're all, like, all the girls behind the desk are smiling at me. And I'm like, how hideous do I look? I was, like, picturing, you know, like when people get chemical peels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I saw it in the mirror, I was like, oh, okay. So there were, like, just a few, like, raised little blisters. Like, it doesn't look bad at all. If you, you didn't tell, no one would notice. And then she asked if I wanted an ice pack, and I said, yeah. So she gave me an ice pack, but it wasn't an ice pack. It was, like... An ice stick. An ice stick, but it was, like, 
a weird ready pink color and it was like full like penis shape. So I walked around Westfield with my penis icy pole <laughs> on my face, but man, did it feel good. I think that's why it looks good because I... Is it like a refreezable one? Like a like an ice pack? Yeah. You should put it back. You put it in the freezer. I put it back in the freezer. I iced my face before I came here again. And ice before you go to bed. Yeah. And then I'll put some of that after cool, that cooling gel on mm. before I go to sleep. Mm. But you know, this doesn't even feel as bad as sunburn. Like sunburn to me is horrendously painful so yeah i want to do that cool sculpting (gasps) i want to do it now too i really want to do the same area oh yeah like my neck done well because i was looking at like the pictures and there was like a like a sort of fattish man in one of like the pictures and i was like uh because you've got a small head so your thing is a small head i don't like think you've got like fat there it's more just like i don't know you just got stuff there whereas mine i feel like it's fat I feel like this is like dangly, like a turkey neck sometimes. Yeah, like yours is filled with stuff. But I look stuff. like my neck and my chin is very much the same as my mum's. Oh. Like we don't have like jaw lines. Yeah, you don't have good definition. No, like because it all just comes out here. Like mm. I just go from like the tip of my chin just almost then goes like straight down to my chest. Yes. Like it's I feel a- like I don't go like back. I really think you should do the cool sculpting. I so that I'm gonna do that, and like you know, worst case scenario, because I'd seen it on TikTok, a girl like actually got like it, like what did it do to her? She looks amazing. Oh, oh, oh I think no, she had like she cosmetic surgery, and like it actually like to like give herself a neck. Well, one of the comedians I follow and who I listen to her podcast, she got it done on her love handles because she's one of those skinny fat people, mm. like only puts on weight in her mid-region and then, like, finds it really hard to get it off, but she's got skinny legs, skinny arms. And she did her love handles, and she loved it, and she said it worked for her. So It's like, I think, yeah, good for that stubborn fat that just doesn't go, yeah. like, who loses weight from their neck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You do it first, and then if it works for you, um, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll save on my money. Yeah. Go well, I told you there was, like, a cool sculpting sale the other day, like, couple of months ago and it was like i think it's like 40 or 60 percent off mm. they'll do it all the time yeah they'll do it at least once so that <gasps> i just bumped my funny bone oh i did that the other day with the other elbow too on my new door handle on my front door but anyway oh <laughs> let me tell you something funny that happened at the shops right <laughs> Because I parked where we both like to park, you know, that that car park that I never knew about that you the showed me. The bottom car me. park, yeah. Yes. And so there's a big, long, winding hallway you have to walk down, like inside the shops, but to get to the main part yeah, of Westfield. Yeah. And as we walk in, a person dressed in a reindeer suit walks ahead of us, right, with like a little elf, helper. A little helper. Person, yeah. And then I can hear tip, tap, tip, tap, tip, tap. Then I look behind me, there's like 10 elves with tap shoes walking behind us, right? <laughs> so clearly, like, where the hell are we? Clearly, there was going to be a Christmas show, right? And so I'm walking in, and then I hear crash. One of the elves in tap shoes has stacked it because the you know the the floor's tiled and really slippery. Yeah, yeah slippy. Yeah. It sounded hilarious. I wish I had been walking <laughs> behind them so I could have seen the fall. But no, I just heard Were it. Were they little kids? No, no, no. It was grown-up women, oh. like in their 20s. <laughs> Even <laughs> and funnier you, when and adults then, fall down. And then you hear all the girls go, because it's like, oh my God, oh, are, are you okay? okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then I thought, like, after I was amused by it, I was like, well, I hope she didn't really hurt herself, because she's got to do a show. She's got to dance now. She's got a job to do. <laughs> 
But that, like, that tickled me. <laughs> so, yeah. I had a good time doing my stuff today. Mm. Oh. Okay, let's get on to the gossips. gossips. All right. So, Naya Rivera, who tragically drowned mm-hmm. in that lake. Ex- it feels lake. like ages ago. I know. But it was probably only, like, two months ago. I know. Well, now her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend, the father of her child, is doing a wrong, wrongful death suit. Who's he suing? The lake? I, I don't know. Like, you can't The sue. council? Yeah, you can't sue, like, the lake people for if someone drowns. Like, she wasn't wearing her life jacket. She was out there alone as well. Like, no other adult with her. Yeah, and the man, and I, I remember reading this, the man said to her, um, you know, here's your life jacket. And she said, no, 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 I don't need it. And he said, just take it anyway. And he put it in the boat. Hmm. So it was her choice not to wear it. Yeah. He, and then he like, so she said no. And he insisted she take it with him. Lucky. Her. I mean, take it with her. But yeah, I don't know who he's suing. Don't know. I mean. It's America. They sue everyone. I he's know. just going to try to get some money. I know, but like. Oh, you know what it probably is? Because now he's lost his child support income. Oh, God. Because if How he, much was she earning? I don't know. But the thing is that Ryan Murphy has given his... Paid for his kids' college. Aww. Did you, I told you that. When? Like, you never told me that. You know, back when we were talking about the story. So Ryan Murphy that. has, like, put away, you know, scholarship money. Or not scholarship money. Like, he just he's put away money... For him to use to go to college. To go to college. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel sad that obviously he's grieving and like, but I mean, you can't blame anyone for that kind of death. No, it was just a freak accident. And clearly, like, people said it was a dangerous, like, there were like undertoes and rips and things. I didn't realize lakes could have rips. No, neither. I'm like, where's the water going? But anyway, but, um, so yeah. And so, to me, like, a lake is just stagnant water, doesn't it? It's yeah. just, I don't like swimming in a lake. And like, algae like. Ugh. And they, like, said that, like, she could have got caught in reeds and stuff. And I'm like, ugh, I hate the feeling of things touching yes, my legs when Yes, whenever I swim. you, but, like, you know when you go to the beach and, like, the seaweed? seaweed. Oh. oh. Yuck. I, if there's I, seaweed, I am out. I don't know about in other places of the world, but our seaweed is it's kind of spiky. Cool. It's well, scratchy. It's scratchy. It's spiky and it hurts you. Yeah. Like, ugh. It's not like that nice, like, un, like little mermaid, like, no. seaweed. No, ours is, like, going to try and kill you. It's slimy and spiky and usually covered in sand, so the sand, like, rips across your skin, like yeah. it sands you. Mm. Oh, no. Yuck. You know, yeah, you know when you rock up, you're like, yeah, let's go to the beach, and I never go to the beach. You're like, yeah, yeah, beach day, and you rock up, and you can just see it in the yes. water, and uh, you're like, fuck. But you know what? Like a maniac when I was a kid, I used to collect it and then wear it like skirts on the beach and pretend oh, I was a no, real dancer. Oh, no, how itchy. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? I loved it. Oh, please. When I was a kid, my brother used to fill my swimsuit with sand so my, uh, like, gusset area got filled. You, like, a big, got a big bulge. Yes. And he would laugh, laugh, laugh. No. And then, and then I had sand all up my vagina and my butt crack. No. Because, like, you know when you used, that used to happen? My mum, they used to then, like, cut that bit out cut of my swimsuit. Cut the gusset. So that wouldn't happen to me. Gusset is my brother's. Like, you know, like that one word that you can't stand to hear? Gusset. That's for my brother. It was gusset. Like, yeah, moist is like, I don't know. I used to think moist was pretty bad, but now I don't give a shit. Doesn't bother me as much as it used to. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of moist. (laughs) Um, 
one of the patients at work made me and a doctor thank you like freons mm. right were they and moist they were and so the doctor hadn't tried them and i had had a bite and i he said are they good and i said they're very moist and he goes moist that's not a good thing. I said, it is when it's a cake. Mm. <laughs> you want a moist cake. You don't want a dry, crumbly, yucky cake. No. But the Freons were good. Very yeah. good. Highly recommend the Freons. Well, I was just excited that I've gotten a present because I've never gotten a present before. Ah. You know, like that was specifically for me. Like I've had presents given to other people that they've shared with me. And you're like, Margot, here are these Freons just for you. I know. And you know what? I was talking to a patient the other day and he told me what a delight I was and that he'd never had anyone in our company speak to him so kindly. And I was like, oh, thank you, sir. So you're like, put in a Google review, mention my name. <laughs> well, I'm going to write it down for what I like. Do you know what? I asked if we get um, like yearly Appraisals. raises, oh. you know, like we did with that. Well, the last company I worked for, the one you still work for, that little incremental raise, we don't. We have to schedule a meeting with our managers and ask for it and then prove why we need it. Yeah, my sister's job's the same. Oh! So you must not have an enterprise agreement. Oh! So that's a bit harsh. Hmm. So when should, when should I ask? Like sometime next months. year. Yeah, I'll yeah. ask after 12 months. But then it's like how much do you ask for? You overshoot and then settle down. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like have in your mind what you want an extra however much yeah. an hour. Yeah. And then like almost double it yeah when you well, ask you know for like what? x amount an hour and then they'll go oh no we can't and then be like oh well, how about this oh yeah okay well when i asked when they asked me what I, they wanted my salary to be i gave them like like a range and they gave me the top of my range like they gave me the most i asked for mm. so clearly they've got the money they've got the money so yeah do mm. yeah, i think be there for 12 months before you start yeah and ask to do it in like an official appraisal yeah. interview well, I have to. That's the, the yeah. policy. Yeah. That's kind of scary, though. I have my appraisal on Tuesday. Oh, really? Mm. Going to the head office. Not for a raise, though. No. Just, just performance appraisal. Ooh. I know. I have to schlep all the way into North Sydney. Oh. But you've been doing great. That's what I think. <laughs> Hopefully they agree. <laughs> we'll see if I have a job on Wednesday. Mm. Ah, okay. This was the highlight of my week. Did you see Jack Black dancing to WAP? <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, stunning. <laughs> Can I tell you, I'm not into a stocky, chubby man, but that man's physique is <laughs> delicious. I find it just like, yeah, like. You know what it is? It's because everything is solid and hard looking. Nothing, there's no floppiness. Yeah, his tummy is like round, but well, it's he, like hard like a rock. But Well, I think that tummy is like alcohol. Yeah, it's like a proper beer belly. Because like, it's when, round. Because then when you look at his thighs, like, they're very muscular and toned. So he looks like he walks a lot. And, like, his little, his arms are muscular and toned. Like, not super muscular. But, and then that, man, I would, like, ride that Jack Black <laughs> all night long. My God. And I love. Like, it's not a body where you go aesthetically, like, normally that shouldn't look good. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't like that. But you're like. I'm into him dancing to whap in speedos, just and like he's, owning it. And I've always it. known he's a great dancer. Yes, but that was phenomenal. I mean, when he spun on his back, which I think must have hurt on the tiles. Yeah, but you I know, he's in the like moment. Wet. Yeah, but um, and then I found out like he didn't just put on that speedo for that. 
he's a speedo wearer. Yeah. Because then I I've went seen pictures Insta- of him in speedos before. I went through his Instagram and he's like swinging his pool with a, like a different color speedo. And I was like, oh, so you're a speedo man. Loving it. Good to know. Mm. Like to know Jack like, is into speedos. Yes. Well, I grew up in a speedo family. So my the boys in my family wear, wore them. And so when I got to like primary school age and saw other men all in, in board shorts. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, why are these people wearing so many clothes when they swim? <laughs> like, what's going on? No, my dad was always a board short man. And see, the thing is, like, when my friends would find out my dad wore a Speedo, they were horrified. Yeah. But my dad doesn't have a gross body. So he didn't look gro- – he doesn't look gross. Like, even now in his 60s, he doesn't look gross. Because mm-hmm. he's short, stocky, muscular man. Yeah. So I think it's when you see those big, tall, like six foot men with a huge, like the gut, and then like, but the they've got like speedo and their belly overhangs. Oh, and it's got like that fold, like the the you know, like the the stomach mm. isn't out, like on its own, like it, it flops down to the thigh. Yeah, then it doesn't look good in a speedo. Yeah, because it like hides the speedo, and you're like, yeah. Hmm. And then I also think like it's very Australian. Yes, and I but I don't like it when you can see a penis outline in a speedo. Mm. Like you need to arrange that so it looks like one big bulge. I don't want to see I don't want to see an outline of a peen. No peen outline. It's like when um those rowers row in the Olympics and they wear those like unitards, but they don't wear underwear underneath and you can see the outline of their dicks and I'm like disgusting. Sometimes the runners too. Oh yeah, you know why they don't? So they can pee while they're running because they don't stop. Haven't you what? ever seen? Oh. I've never seen them pee while they run. Oh, I've seen hideous pictures of men pee. Like, runners will even take a dump in people's front yard so they don't and have to like stop mad- marathon runners, but, like, yeah. you know, like even, like, speed runners. Yeah. I mean, why, why would are they want- peeing when they're running 100 metres? I don't know. But why would you want to run with your your bits flopping everywhere? It's like a woman running, running without a bra. Like, it would I hurt. Think it would be comfortable. Doesn't, like, a penis slapping against your upper thigh hurt? <laughs> Cause some chafing? Yeah, that maybe they probably Vaseline it, right? So that's, that's why it's just flinging around the place because it's Vaseline. Yeah, and they have to Vaseline their nipples, which I don't get. Cause that's because of chafing. Yeah, but chafing how? Like I think never... they're like but rubbing women... off the material. I've the never women were a... wearing a bra. Oh, I guess. Whatever. I don't want to talk about men's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Okay. Oh. This one, you probably won't know who this girl is, but Scott Disick is now dating Amelia Gray. Who? Lisa Rinna's youngest daughter. Oh. She's like a model? Of course she is. Both her children, Amelia Gray and what's the other one? What's the older one? It's Delilah Bell. Delilah Bell and Amelia Gray. Yeah, so she's dating him. Like, she's literally only 19, 20. What? Yeah. Why does he date such young women? Well, he's not very smart. Yeah, but like, Courtney was older than him by a decent amount. Yeah, but Courtney also, when she went out with the next person after him. Dated the younger. He was very young. He was only like 24. Yeah, but like Scott Disick's like, I assume, mid-30s by now. Yeah, he's my age. We're the same age. And then Courtney's like 41. So he could very easily date someone that's like 30, 28 and still be, like, substantially older than them. You don't need to date an 18, 19-year-old. But maybe a 30-year-old doesn't want to date someone who has three kids and, like, is married, half married. And an 18-year-old does? Well, yeah, because 
it's like cool to date an older guy. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know. I just think, I don't know. See, I love, see, I see that Amelia Gray all the time because she's on Beverly Hills Housewives with her mum. Mm. And she's like got an eating disorder. Like she's like recovered now, but she slips into it sometimes. And she has depression and anxiety. And Scott Disick has depression. Oh, God. So Can I you just imagine don't, there? I don't think that two people with depression should date each other. They'll spiral. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Not into it. No, not into it. Okay. Kaylee Kuoko, mm-hmm. who I follow on Instagram but hate when she acts. So I hated her in Big Bang. Why? I don't know. She's just, I don't know. I don't think she's a good actress. It wasn't a very good, like, Okay. it was a sitcom. Like, you can't okay. get your acting chops on it. Well, let me tell you. Now she's becoming Reese Witherspoon. She's got her own production company. She's optioned a book and she's made it into a HBO show and she's the star. (laughs) And she's the producer, okay? So she's she's, like, I'm going to make it just for me. Yeah, she's Reese Witherspooning it. Okay, the premise of the show is delicious. Like, you'll like it. But I watched the trailer and she's horrendous. Now, I think we're going to get it on binge because... We get the HBO streaming and HBO shows on binge. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll get it. It's called Flight Attendant. Okay, so this uh, – okay, so the character is like a functioning alcoholic flight attendant. She meets like a cute English guy on one of her plane trips and like in the trailer they're like fucking in the airplane bathroom, okay? Of course. Right? And then they land in Bangkok, Thailand, have like a boozy night together. She wakes up. Gets out of bed, uh, 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 looking at the beautiful view. Oh, no, she looks at her hand. She's covered in blood. She turns around to the bed, and he's had his throat slit. And she's been laying in bed with him. Whew. And then it's like a cat and mouse of, did she murder him? She doesn't know she's murdered him. The police are after her. Uh-uh, what's going to happen? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a flight attendant? She's a flight attendant. So she's just going to get on the plane and fly away? Well, yeah, so she pretty much runs away. But I think she also, like, she lies to the police and tells them he was alive when she left that morning. Like, I was never there. Yeah. yeah. So it seems interesting, but I wish it was a different actress. All right, I'll look at the trailer. Yeah, look at the trailer. She's, like, when she speaks, oh, I don't know, she just sounds like such a bimbo. I don't know. This would be good, like, with a Gwyneth Paltrow 20 years ago. Like, who's good now? Who's I mean, who's good at, like, in their 30s now? <clears throat> like, I'm like, I can't think of any people. Who, who's good? See, I don't really know 30-year-olds. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm. Oh. Like, what's her name? Um, oh, God. What's that? Um, She's English. What's that? She's, like, married to a Mumford and son. Carrie something? Oh, God, we're terrible. This is so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I love the listening here. I want to say Carrie Fisher, but that's obviously not right. No. Oh, whatever. Oh, you know who'd be good? <gasps> you know who'd be good? That Australian actress. Oh, she was in... Mm. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to have to look it up. Was the girl from Room? Oh, yes. She's good. What's her name? I want to say Brooke. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. I like her. Yeah. I watched Room again not that long ago. It was on Netflix. You know what? 
You should, yes, I watched Room again. And yet again, I was traumatized by it. <laughs> like, it's such a sad little sad movie. Sad movie, yeah. And you but know, I think she's really good. And I think she's really, really versatile. Well, Brie you, Larson for the win. Well, if you love Brie Larson as much as I do, you need to watch United States of Tara, which is on Stan, which is the Diablo Cody show I've told you about, where Tony Collette is the mum, John Corbett, you know, Aiden from mm-hmm. uh, Sex, Sex and the City. City is the dad, Brie Larson is the daughter, and then that, the little boy is, he's in that autism show, like A... Atypical. Atypical. That's a great show. Yes, that's a good show too. So the the little bo- the brother is that guy. And Tony Collette has multiple personalities, sort of. Mm. And it is a freaking good show. And it was on like ABC or SBS when it aired on TV. SBS, I think. So it's all on stand now. Watch it. It's so good. No, I'm watching Seal Team. Seal Team. <laughs> Just found it this morning and I'm like Can I tell you four or five episodes in and I'm You like, like boy things. Like supernatural. Can I just tell you, uh, I read fans are horrified by the end of Supernatural. I have, I've purposely tried not to look at anything because I don't want to know the ending. Well, I didn't read the article, but the title said fans are disappointed. Oh, no. It said fans were disappointed by the emotional ending of Supernatural. I felt like they were trying. Yeah, I feel like it was very very emotional because I saw the characters actually then like rewatching it and crying. So I'm trying my hardest not to read anything because I want to watch it like in like full. I watched half an episode of that show like twenty years ago. When did this show start? It seems like it's been on forever. Season fifteen. That's too many. What are they like? ER? <laughs> like I feel like sh- it was yeah, it was like two thousand and five. These guys obviously love the paycheck and like phoning it in with their acting. <laughs> but like the fan base just kept it going and going and going. Like there was how many supernatural happenings can happen for a time? Yeah, well I think they were like legitimately I think you're running out of ideas. Mm. But you know. They've they've kept it solid, like every season is something different like as the background story like you know oh, sam saving dean like dean the beast saving story Stan, like yeah someone's in hell they gotta do something like so there's always something they, going on and they're all like self-sacrificing mm. and saving each other but i tell you what that short one's pretty cute jensen ackles i've loved him since dark angel oh what's dark angel with jessica Alba. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Three yeah, three seasons of that. Oh. I think that was like that was like late nineties. Yeah, no, I remember Oy. that. I remember that's when I watched it and I was like, that's the guy from Dark Angel. That's not my genre. The only like fantasy shows I've ever watched are GOT, Game of Thrones, and Charmed. Freaking loved Charmed. Charmed was great. Charmed so good. I think, like, my sister was re-watching some Charmed episode. She was like, so many, like, famous people popped in on that, like, before of they were course, famous. Of course. Like, that's blah, blah. Well, yeah. Kaylee Kawoko was a witch in, the, like, the last two seasons. There you go. She was, like, one of their little students at their school. See? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before she was on that show, which, the one show I like her in, 10 Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Uh, How good was that show? So good. So good. And then John Ritter died, and then David yeah. Spade came in as the weird uncle, and I stopped watching nah, it. No, I didn't want it after that. No, I love that show. Um, oh, okay. So did you see this uh, video call that Jason Momoa had with that little boy with cancer? No. Oh, 
Jason Momoa, my God. He's so gorgeous. And he's always playing with that hair. (laughs) He's always got a scrunchie on his wrist. Like, yes, I love when guys like are feminine but look like that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so this little boy. (laughs) Now we're like, "Mm, yes. yes. Well, I'm picturing how he looked in this video thing. But um, so this little boy has a rare form of brain cancer and he loves Aquaman. Hmm. So Jason Momoa, like, video calls him. And he's calling him beautiful boy and he's like so sweet and he's like so engaged and so interesting in everything the little boy's saying. And like he like the little boy says he loves dolphins and Jason Momoa's like, Oh, I love dolphins too, I've swum with them, have you ever swum with them? And the little boy's like, No and Jason Momoa's like, Well, we gotta swim with dolphins. I'm like, Oh my god. Jason Momoa's gonna take you swimming with dolphins, and then like, so and he just, would too. He like would. he would find him. He yeah. would, and you can just tell that Jason Momoa is a great dad. Like the way he talks to him, like you can tell, like he's a dad who loves to like play with interact his kids. with kids. Yeah, and he's just so sweet. And then uh, the next day, we found out that Jason Momoa got Warner Brothers to send the little boy um, Aquaman's trident. Aww. So and like the boy's so cute because like the little boy, like he's got like he's. You know, he's got a little bit of hair. He's grown back after his chemo. But then he's got that steroid fat face. Yeah, it's a little moon face. Yeah, so he's so cute. And I'm just like, oh. And I bet you people just think the kid's fat. Like, people don't realize when you're on chemo, some type, some chemo drugs can explode your yeah your uh, internal organs. And so you have to be taking steroids to protect your internal organs. Mm-hmm. And then you get real fat real fast. That's it. And they get like that shiny face. Yeah. Mm. That's cute. That was super cute. Okay, here's another cute story. Have you seen the Christmas tree that's being trashed in Rockefeller Center in New York? Yeah, what the hell? People are hating it and saying it's Charlie Brown's shitty Christmas tree, right? it's like half of it's like there's no leaves on it. Yeah. But there was an owl in there. Yes! Did you see the picture of it the owl? It was like all wrapped up. Oh, it's so cute. And they, like, it, they get the tree from really far away. I can't remember where they said so it So what was from. wrong with the tree? How yeah. did, Why does it look like that? Well, I don't know, but I think that was a, a choice. Why? Like, we've had a shitty year, here's a shitty tree? I don't know, I think it looks pretty. It's like missing all the branches at the bottom. Like, it's empty. But it's like, just got just got a lot of space between each branch. But I don't know. I think it looks cool. No. Oh, you like it when it's fat and full? Yes. Okay. A proper tree. Not like, it looks half dead. It'll look fine when it's all decorated. Mm. It's just like 2020, this is the best we could do. No. I, I well, I think obviously whoever is like the the team... I mean, they obviously pick the trees themselves. Like, they're not going to, like, just let some random tree chopper man pick the tree. That's a huge tree, normally. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think it's a thing. So, we'll see how it looks when it's decorated. Anyway, but the owl's super cute. The owl was so cute. Oh, yeah, so this little baby owl stowed away in the tree, if you guys haven't seen. And there was, like, a cute little picture I would post on our Instagram. And I just, like, so he's been, like, rehabilitated. Oh, poor little baby owl. Yeah. He must have been so scared. Where am I going? Oh, like, on a truck. Like, it takes days to get to New York from yeah. wherever the hell they were. Oh, the poor owl. And he would have been hungry. Yeah. 
And he's a baby. I wonder if he was still with his mama. Oh, my, the nest was in there. Oh, that's even sad. And the mom's now looking for him. Oh, and the mom comes back and she's like, where the fuck is my tree? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's even worse. Don't oh, think about no. that. I wonder if Peter's going to make a big stink about it. This is why we shouldn't cut down trees. <laughs> that's it. No. Mm. Speaking of trees, I always used to do a real tree, but last year... I was like, no more real fucking trees. Never had a real tree. Because now, like, my tree, three so three Christmases ago, was $120. Hmm. Like, the amount of money you have to spend now. Like, I remember, like, when I first became an adult, a tree was, like, 40 to 50 bucks. And it stayed, like, at that range for years. Yeah. Why do they go up so much? Do you go to the Christmas tree farm? Yeah, we go to the Christmas tree farm in Kellyville. Mm. Ugh, and I always get sunburned. <laughs> Always. I drive past there. I love that place because, you know, you, you, like during the year, you're like, oh, there's Christmas trees all growing. And then with the little ones and they have yeah. all of them up. Oh, yeah. How long does it take to grow a Christmas tree? Years. Like, wow. So they have all like those 20 fields. years. They're, yeah. Like, so like the ones you get are probably like 20, 30 years old or something. Get out. And then like. You're like, you, I'm going to have a Christmas tree farm, but I have it, to wait 20 years before I can start my business. And a Christmas tree. The Christmas tree farm is so cute because it's like a little orchard for Christmas trees. And there's like little baby ones. I remember one year I wanted a really cute little one. So I went and like picked one. Yeah. And I was like, you really want a little one because it's only like four foot tall. And I was like, yes, I want a little cute tree. Yeah. Because I like proper trees. Yeah. And hence why it costs $120 because they've got to look after them for 20 years or whatever. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, it's just getting, it just was getting so ridiculous. So... It was really close to Christmas, and I was like, fuck, I need to get, like, a fake Christmas tree, and my mum was going to do it, too. She's going to get a fake. And so I said, can you please get me a Christmas tree? She bought me the most annoying Christmas tree, like, as you, my forever tree, right? So something to last 10, 20 years. It was literally, like, four and a half feet tall. Yeah, it was so tiny. It was... I was like, mum, this looks fucking ridiculous. And I remember, like, our cousin's kids came over, and he goes, I really like your tree. But why is it so small? You're like, F off, kid. <laughs> and I was like, look, it's a sore point with me. So and anyway, so this year, I bought like a proper two meter tree. And I said to my mom, I'm going to give you that short little stumpy tree. And you can have it in a different part of your house. Because my parents have a huge house. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can have it like in, in the pool area, pool room area. And she's like, oh, okay. But yeah. Way to go, mom. Go on, mom. <laughs> Let us down. Really? I was going to put my tree up today, but... I could not be bothered. Well, we put it up. I put it up like Monday, and me and the kids are going to decorate it tomorrow night and watch the Polar Express while we do it. Mm. Like, I feel like I'm going to have to do it in stages. Yeah, I'm feeling the festive day. <laughs> <laughs> I am totally into Christmas this year. I don't know why. Mm. Maybe it's because I'm happier Maybe. In, my, in my new job. Maybe, and I'm just loving life. I think I've got to start listening to Christmas carols. I listen to the new. Carrie Underwood album. She released a Christmas album, Ooh. I think, back in November. Anyway, I listened to it. Carrie Underwood and her, like, disfigured face, she thinks. <laughs> she's got one little scar on her lips. Stupid woman. Um, <laughs> but she's got an amazing voice. Anyways. Does it sound Beautiful country? album. No. Okay, good. Beautiful I like album. Country. I think John Legend's in one song. <gasps> she sings a little drama boy with her four-year-old son. She has a cute little kid yes. voice. Yes. Like, made me cry in the car on the way to work. Oh. Like, it's super cute. Well, I was listening to uh, the Home Alone 1 soundtrack on my way here. Oh, God. Like, I love all that freaking John Williams music. Oh, uh, yes. 
and this song. I don't even know if we can like play a song on our. I mean, other podcasts do it, so let me do it. This is my freaking favorite Christmas song. Oh, where is it? <laughs> Reminds me of Harry Potter. Yeah, well, John Williams did the Harry Potter music. So, like, when you watch stuff, you can, you're can you like, oh, this reminds me of this movie. Yeah, because yeah. it's the same composer. Yeah. So it all sounds sort of like a little bit similar. similar. He, has, he has his style. But anyway, okay. All right. I watched the French Fresh Prince reunion. Mm-hmm. It was juicy as fuck. I loved it. I told you to watch it. You were like, but I never really watched the show. I was I like, saw, fine. I saw whatever. the trailer. I was like, yeah. Okay, so I thought it was going to be an episode. I didn't know what the fuck it was going to be. I wasn't sure if it was going to be like a full show like a movie like a season no it was just like them all having a chitty chat for 75 minutes yeah but it was juicy as fuck and it was good so the drama of the fresh prince was that the aunt viv character the mum of like the other kids she left after season three Mm. and like rumor has it like i even heard this like back in the day, that she was difficult, she, like, was really difficult on set, like, no one could work with her, she was a horrible person to work with, and so she was fired. Mm. So then Will Smith, and then, they, and, like, continue, this woman continues to, like, drag Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith in, like... To this day. To this day, like, on social media, and Will Smith does it back to her, stuff like that, okay, right? Then Will was like, so they were having this reunion, and he goes, you know, we're about halfway through, and he goes, we couldn't have a reunion without, um, like, the first Aunt Viv. And he goes, we're going to, I wanted to squash, like, our beef. And, like, so I had her, like, he goes, I had her come in the day before and sit down with me. And mm-hmm. he goes, and here it is. And so he's showing it to, like, the other actors. And it turns out it, it was, totally wasn't what everyone thought it was. So what it was was the actress had gotten pregnant, and so she was pregnant in the third season, like on the show, like heavily pregnant. And the um, the producers had come to her and said for season four, because she needed time off to have the baby, yeah, right. And then because I think she was like big, but like I think she was only maybe like six or seven months when the season ended, and so she needed a bit of time off before when they were coming back for season four and then like, I guess a bit of maternity leave, they said, okay, fine. Um, you're going to work for two and a half months. We'll give you a two and a half month contract for that year, but we're only going to pay you for the two and a half months you work, not the whole season. Yeah. And you you have to sign like a non-compete and you were not allowed to get any other acting jobs that year. Right. And then, so she says, my husband, who was also an actor was out of work. He hadn't worked in years. And so our only income with the baby coming was going to be like two and a half months worth of work. Two and a half months worth of work, and she wasn't allowed to do any other acting anywhere else. So yeah. she couldn't make any other money that year. Mm. So she said it wasn't a good deal for me, and so I said, if you don't like pay me for the whole season or let me work anywhere else, I can't say yes to that. Financially, and, she can't. Yeah, she couldn't, right? And then so the producers was like, okay, and so that was it. That was it. So everyone thought she'd been fired, but all that had happened was she couldn't accept the deal. So she left, basically. Yeah. And then and then she also reveals to Will that during that time, that husband of hers, the father of her ch- child, uh, was physically abusing her. 
Hmm. So she was going through all, all this. this and then when she came to work, she wasn't feeling supported. And then also at the time, at that time, Will Smith was 21. And that's when his like career was like you booming. Know, booming. And so like he didn't give a shit about her. Like he said, he goes, I apologize to you now. Like as a father, now I realize like I never really asked you how you were doing. I like didn't even give a shit that you were pregnant. Like it just didn't matter to me. It didn't factor into anything. Mm. And then, you know, and she was being really quiet on set. And of course she's not going to reveal that her husband is beating her. Yeah. Because all by the way in the, in the lunchroom. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, because obviously she was staying with him. So she's definitely not going to like say to anyone that he was abusing her. So she was struggling with that. So she said, so she, to deal with stuff, was just quiet on set. Like, she wasn't, like, engaging with people and nobody was asking her how she's feeling. Like, okay, people aren't going to know you're being abused, but if you're being quiet and you're not engaging with anyone and you're you're pregnant... Hey, are you okay? Hey, are you okay? No one asked her. No one, like, felt the need. And then she said, and it was really bad for my career to be labelled difficult as a a black woman in the industry. And then she said, and also because she had really... She's really dark-skinned. She's so, you know, and of course, like, in black culture, like, even, and like, people like, they're like the fair-skinned black people, like the Halle Berry. And Caramel, then the new, caramelly. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, the daughter on the show, Hillary, she was very light-skinned. And then when they got the new Aunt Viv, she was very light-skinned. And she said, to be labeled difficult as a woman, as a black woman, as a dark-skinned woman, like, blackballed her career. Mm. Like, it ruined her career. Hmm. And I just feel like, oh, you know, and she, and then she like apologized for like, you know, dragging him on social media, like even like, you know, a year ago. And so they, they squashed the beef and then like, and then so everyone was like crying, like when they finished the clip and then like, he was like, come on out, Aunt Viv. And then so she came and sat with all of them and like the two Aunt Vivs had never met before the two actresses. Hmm. And so they like cuddled and like. It was just, like, so nice and, like, you know, they went over, like, all their favourite episodes and they showed some bloopers and, like, Carlton did the Carlton dance and then they, like, talked about how, like, they would hype up the audience and then they they did their, like, hype up audience routine, like, to no one. Mm. And so and they were sitting on the set, so they'd remade the you whole remade set. The set. Yeah. And I just thought it was really good. I think you should watch it. Like, even if you didn't watch the show, it's, like, a good, like, interview yeah. thing. It really felt like an Oprah episode. Mm. Like, it was just, like, good and meaty and, like, and then they talked about how, like, um, the guy who played Uncle Phil had died in 2013 and, like, he was, oh, I just pulled my earring. Why did you do that? <laughs> oh, because it was itchy. Oh, <laughs> my fucking ear. Um, but, um, yeah, they talked about how great he was and he was, like, um, he, like, he was just, like, one of those, you know, he was, like, how everyone thought. Bill Cosby was mm. like that great mentor to everyone. Yeah. What a great guy. Like this guy was, was that. that. He was the there real was no deep, dark secret. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was like, you know, and then they did that bit where it was like, that was acting, you know, like, with yeah, the well, that's crying. Like, yeah. and they showed that scene and stuff. And they showed like, and Will like told the story about, you know, he kept flubbing his lines and it was good. So that was on stand. So if you're in Australia, you can watch it on stand. I don't know where it's airing other places in the world, no, yeah. but I was into it. And then this last thing I want to talk about, you've probably never seen it. Have you ever heard of the show Pushing Daisies? No. Oh, it was like a little cult classic show. It was like cancelled before it should have been. I think it got maybe two and a half seasons. 
It starred Anna Friels, you know, um, from that show we just watched, Marcella. Oh, yeah. Anna Friels. And then it ha- also had Christian Chenoweth, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And so it was a little show. It was, like, a really cute show. And I'll show you, like, a picture of it. Like, it was a brightly colored show, like, really cutesy. And it was about this man called Ned who could uh, – he found out when he was, like, little, like, maybe six, four or five or six or seven that he could revive – the dead mm-hmm. with a t- with the touch, right? But if he touched the the person he revived again, they just died again. Ah. So then he revives, I think, like an ex girlfriend or a girl he liked who dies, and so he can never touch her again if he wants her to stay alive. Hmm. And they fall in love, and they work together in like his little bakery. And Kristen Chenoweth is like this, like real little sassy character on the side, and it's just like so sweet. And like, there's this one episode where he like decides like they want to hug and kiss each other, so he like concocts like this like sort of bubble screen so they can like kiss through cling film and like hug <laughs> each other with like rubber gloves on, like you know, like the washing up kind of gloves. And like, it's just like a real quirky, funny, like cute show. And Kristen Chenoweth is like. She was, like, interviewed, like, this week, and she said she would be, like, full out into a reunion. And then she was, like, and if we couldn't do, like, a, a reunion with, like, the cast, she would love it if they would make it into a Broadway show for her to star in. I'm, like, yes. I freaking love that show. I wish it was, like, on one of our streaming services, but it was, like, a little comedy show. Like, look at this. Like, doesn't that look like a delicious, delightful show? Like, everything's super cute and bright. See? Yeah. Oh, that's right. And there's these two weird sisters in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's Looks good. like whoever made it was on drugs. Yeah. And there's like a cop in it and like he's he always knows that there's something up with Ned, but he can't work out what it is. Yeah. You know? Huh. <laughs> okay. And oh, that's right. That's right. And Ned solves crimes. He helps the cop guy solve crimes. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. Because he, he'll go to a crime scene touch the dead person, ask them how they were killed, and then retouch them and kill them again. Oh. <laughs> what happened to you? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, thank you, bye. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Oh, that's a bit mean that he then kills them again. Well, Can't you just let them live? No. Why? Because if someone's dead, they're meant to be dead for a reason. Mm. But yeah. I'm into it. I hope they do, like, do a reunion. I would freaking love another season of that show. I loved mm. it. But, yeah. So, I mean, there wasn't a ton of gossip this week. No. That's all right. Nothing much really happened. I bet you it's all going to happen tomorrow. Probably. Because we're, we're recording a, a day, day early. early. I'm busy tomorrow. I'm busy tomorrow. I'm making a door. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm making a door for Holly's room. I'm making a sliding barn door. I'm actually making the door. I went to the timber yard on Friday after work, got full sunburned, and got the timber for it. And tomorrow my dad and I are going to be putting it together, and I've got to go to Bunnings and get stained, and I'm going to stain it. I've already got the hardware for the slide thing. Mm. And then we're going to have, like, a fancy barn door like we're in a Pinterest uh, picture. <laughs> Sounds good. Yes. I'm into it. Cool. Okay. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.